Welcome to Third Coast Vein, presented by the Coastal Bend Blood Center. And now, here's your host, Ashley Ramirez. Hello, everyone. It's Ashley Ramirez with your local Coastal Bend Blood Center's Third Coast Vein podcast. And on today's episode, we are talking about questions and answering them. Okay, so this is a Q&A episode. We're really excited. We asked you on our social media sites if you had any questions that you'd like to ask us and you guys commented, which, which we're really excited about. Thank you for that. We're probably going to have, we're probably going to do these pretty often or maybe quarterly just to, just to find out, you know, what our community residents want to know. Maybe they want more information on a specific subject. Whatever the case may be, we're here to answer any questions that you may have. And we're also here to let you guys know what's myths and what's facts. I know that's a big, that's a pretty big deal. You know, a lot of people think that certain things are in place and are a permanent deferral, or maybe they can't donate for a certain reason. And that's not the case. So this is really exciting for us because we get to you know, get to inform our community, our community residents on what's going on here in the blood center. What's true? What's what's a fact? What's not a fact? What's a myth? What's not? So let's just get into it. Let's go into that. Let's get into the first question. This question comes from Angel D, and she's asking: Is it safe to donate while on your menstrual cycle? That's a great question, and yes, it is safe as can be that does not come into play when being deferred so that's a good thing ladies so if you've ever wondered about this there here's your answer you it is perfectly safe how long after donating do i need to wait before heading back to the gym or participating in a sport actually there is no downtime we just ask that you continue to eat your hearty meals that you continue to hydrate but we definitely do recommend not running a marathon you don't want to do anything too you know, strenuous on your body. So, you know, these, these maybe intense hit workouts, you might want to stay away from, uh, you know, lifting crazy heavy or again, running marathons. That's probably something you want to, you want to stay away from. But if you're just doing cardio or just, you know, a, a decent workout, then, then that's fine. You know, I don't think that's a problem. Just again, making sure that you're, you're eating that hearty meal and that you're staying hydrated throughout the day and then you should be fine. Okay, now this question's again from Angel D. How long does blood donations take and where does the blood go once it is donated? Great questions, Angel D. Now, a blood donation, whole blood, for example, takes about 35 minutes of your time. If you're donating platelets, it takes a little bit longer. That can take platelets, plaza, takes a little bit longer. That can take anywhere for an hour and a half to maybe two hours probably not, but it can, it can last two hours. But for, you know, anytime that you donate blood, plasma, or platelets, it is after your donation, it is sent over to our labs, which where it is tested numerous times, it goes through an intense uh, and extensive uh, testing process. And then of course, we're able to, to get the okay, make sure it's good. Then we're able to you know, ship them, um, have them here, of course, on reserve when, when our local hospitals need them. So that's just, that's how that works. It's sent to a lab and then it's sent back to us after everything is, we're giving the okay. So what happens is after you donate blood, we send it to get tested. We send it to our lab. We get, we, it gets tested. It actually goes through numerous different testing. Um, and you know, just to make sure that it is obviously safe. Uh, and then after that, it's sent back to us here at the Coastal One Blood Center. We then will be able to you know, um, be able to separate it into the different blood types. And we just wait until we are able to transfer it to our local hospitals here in our community. Now, next question is, 
It comes from Efren Franco. If I was recently in an accident or had surgery, when will I be able to donate again? Another great question. So obviously this is going to depend on the severity of the accident. Now it's always comes down to what your doctor says. It's basically doctor orders. If he gives you the okay that you're good to go and you've been released, then you are able to donate. Next question comes from Nicole Peters. How can I prevent having a reaction when I donate? Great question, Nicole. Now there's this is a broad question because there's multiple answers. You know, some of the ways that you can prevent is making sure that you always eat a hearty meal. I know this is something that we say continuously, but it's because we we continue to see people that do not eat what they're supposed to and you know they may have certain reactions and that's obviously because you know they they ate maybe a piece of toast or a donut or you know um, half of a pop tart and that's not gonna that's not a hearty meal okay so we're, we're talking more a you know egg sausage bacon or a taco or you know something that's a little bit more um, hearty because we want to make sure you have a good amount of food in your system also we want to make sure that you're hydrated always always stay hydrated so before and after now depending if you if you have a morning appointment afternoon appointment just make sure that throughout that day and that morning that you are you are staying hydrated and also sleep. Sleep is important. You know, you want to be well rested and you want to just make sure that you're feeling good as a whole. Another another good um, thing to think about is to prevent any kind of reaction is to communication, is to communicate with your phlebotomist. Now, communication is, is key in probably all scenarios in your life. But, you know, this is including when you're donating blood. You want to make sure that you, if you're not feeling well or something's going on, please advise our phlebotomist and they'll be able to help you. They'll be able to steer you in the right direction. But all in all, everyone, it is such an easy and convenient and process. You know, we have some of the best phlebotomists here at the Coastal Bend Blood Center. They're here to make sure that you feel as comfortable as possible. And trust me, you know, you're going to realize that it went by faster than you expected. And it's, it's finished before you know it. And it's such a rewarding feeling after you donate, you know, just knowing that you saved not one, but multiple lives here in your very own community. It's all worth it. Next question comes from Jennifer McMurray. What type of donations are best for what blood types? I'm so glad she asked that because, you know, this is a a pretty, this has multiple answers as well. So let's just get into it. If you're type B, blood donations are needed for pregnancy complications, people with severe amnia, people with severe trauma, procedures, and cancer patients. Now, if you're type B, you should donate whole blood and platelets. These are just some facts that I'm reading for each blood type, just in case, you know, I'm going to tell you what's right for your blood type, but I'm also going to tell you some fun facts about your blood type. So you share blood with 11% of the population. You can only receive blood from blood type B and blood type O. Food for your type. Now, these are just a good source of foods that you should be eating for your blood type. Eggs, milk green vegetables, and beans. There you go. That's blood type B. Now, if you're blood type AB, blood donations are needed for pregnancy complications, people with severe amnia, people with severe trauma, procedures, and cancer patients. Now, you should donate plasma and platelets. You share blood with 4% of the population. You can receive blood from blood type A, blood type B, blood type AB, and blood type O. 
foods for your type, broccoli, berries, seafood, and tofu. Alrighty, blood type A. Once again, blood donations are needed for pregnancy complications, people with severe amnia, people with severe trauma and procedures and cancer patients. Now, if you're blood type A, you should donate whole blood, plasma, and platelets. You share blood with 40% of the population. You can receive blood from blood type A and blood type O. Foods for your type, rice, lemons, pumpkin, and beans. Now, to the most common used blood type, that is blood type O. So you should donate whole blood and double red cells. You share blood with 45% of the population. Now, if many of you, many of you may not be aware, blood type O is the most common blood type. You can only receive blood from blood type O. Foods for your type, garlic, kale, chicken, and fish. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. That is what's right for your blood type and also just some fun facts about your blood type. Next question is from Jennifer McMurray. Besides weight, what can disqualify you from donating? Now, this is another great question, and this is another question that has multiple answers. Now, when you come in to donate blood, you... you first check in with our receptionist, and then you head over to a screening. And this is same, same goes for when you, if you're donating on a blood mobile. You will sit and you will go through a screening before you can actually donate. We call it a mini physical. We check your iron, your blood pressure, and we also have you answer 43 questions. It's a 43 questionnaire. So if all of that, those are some of the things that can first defer you. If your blood pressure is not in range and if your iron levels are not in range, but also, depending on how you answer, the 43 questions can also defer you. So, you know, it just depends. So it's, it's multiple ways that can defer you from, from donating blood. Next question is again from Jennifer McMurray. Can you donate too much and run out of blood? No, that is a hard no. You know, your body just automatically replenishes blood. So anytime that you donate blood, as soon as you're finished, your body's already replenishing new blood. So that's definitely something that can never happen. So no worries there. Next question is from Angel D. Why do I sometimes feel weak after donating blood? Well, this goes back to either you did not have a hearty meal, you did not hydrate, or you did not sleep well. I mean, this is, you know, multiple factors. I mean, we just suggest and we highly recommend that you are eating, eating well, you are hydrating well, and you are sleeping well, and you are communicating with your phlebotomist while you're donating or through the, or, you know, at the very beginning when you're screening, through the screening process. These are going to be key factors in making sure that you feel as healthy and well when you're donating blood. How long after giving birth do I need to wait before I can donate again? Six weeks, ladies. Now that's about a month and a half, so not not too long, and then you're able to give the gift of life once again. Great news. Next question is from Angel D again. Will being on birth control affect my blood donation? No, it does not, ladies. So this is a, this is a great question. Birth control does not affect your blood donation whatsoever. So that's good news. I know that there's many people out there that that probably were wondering about this. So I'm glad that we were able to answer that question. Now, some other, I just want to touch on some myths that we hear probably on a daily basis. Many people think if you have, if they have diabetes, they are not able to donate. That is, uh, once again, one of the biggest myths that we hear on it pretty often. So it's not, 
if you have diabetes, you are eligible to donate blood. What's going to matter if you're going to be deferred or not with any, in any case, whether it be if you have diabetes or whatever the case may be, it's going to depend on what medications you are currently taking. So all you have to do is you can give us a call here at the blood center, 361-855-4943. And you can ask, you, you can tell us what medication you're on and we'll then let you know if you are eligible or if you're deferred. Simple as that. But if, but just having diabetes is definitely not going to defer you. So that's another, um, that's more great news. And another thing that we hear really, really often. So I just wanted to make sure to mention that. And as always, anytime you have any questions, you can always call us. And the number, once again, is 361-855-4943. We want to remind everybody that, you know, the need for blood is constant. It never, never decreases. But unfortunately, blood donations do. We're coming up from summer. You know, we're still in summer, but luckily... We're, we're coming out of those really tough, tough times that we saw during the summer because trust me, it was a, a it always is a tough time to be honest. But we're lucky, we're grateful that high schools are backing and um, in effect, which is great because you know high school students account for thirty percent of our blood size. So shout out blood supply. So shout out to all our high school students. But we also want to make sure that we're not only depending on our amazing, wonderful high school students. We want to make sure that all of our demographics are are really stepping up and giving the gift of life because that's what's really going to change change the whole scenario of just the need here that we have in our in the coastal bend. You know, we just don't want to find ourselves in that critical state. And the only way that we're not going to find yourself in that state you know again is if we come together as a community and we commit to donating blood and you know as i mentioned earlier you can donate whole blood about four or five times a year donate every 56 days but i mean if that's you know a little much to commit to we understand you know life is is very busy and there's always things that are going on but if we can at least start small because hey, at least we're starting somewhere, and work our way up. Great. Now, if you want to already commit to donating four times a year, we love that. We will definitely not tell you no. We will not steer you away. Definitely. But maybe we can start donating twice a year. And we have this wonderful campaign in place. It's called Twice for Life, and it's actually going to end at the end of this year on December thirty first. And anybody who donates twice within the year gets entered into a raffle for an opportunity to win a thousand dollar gift card now this is amazing amazing you know we always try to have really awesome incentives for our donors because you guys you know we would not be able to fulfill our mission here in the coastal bend without each and every one of you you are our amazing wonderful caring donors our true local heroes in our community you guys save lives every single time you come in or you visit one of our blood mobiles in our community and you know without you we would not be able to continue and fulfill our mission so you know again we cannot thank you enough but we do need more people to come out and donate or you know our donors that we have to commit to donating more often or first-time donors you know we love to see first-time donors we we really do if you have been contemplating or you know you're not sure if you want to donate please please take that take that chance and and donate life because trust me you're not going to regret it you will not regret it once you do it and once you realize how easy how simple how you know it's it's finished before you know it and it's not anything to be afraid of you know you're gonna you're gonna want to do it more hopefully i mean that's what we're hoping right because we really really need that commitment from our community residents because 
you know, there's some days where we are hoping that the next day we're going to be able to make up for that prior day or you know there's been situations where we've seen where you know just a, a, a normal or a traffic accident can completely deplete us from our blood supply you know it's things like this it's for the unknowns you just never know what's going to happen you never know how many units of blood a certain situation is going to to use we never know the blood uses we're going to use on a daily basis so you know just look at it this way if you ever needed blood or your family member a loved one needed blood you would want that blood to be on our shelves you know you would want that life-saving blood to be available and the only way that we can ensure this is if we each commit to donating blood and donating blood more than once a year is going to be the game changer for us and for our community and to ensure that we will always have that sufficient amount of blood supply on our shelves and that we're never going to find ourselves in that critical state. And I know this is very doable and we can do it if we come together and we make that commitment. So just food for thought. We hope that that you've learned something today on this episode. And again, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to do more of these on our social media sites. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. And if you, maybe I didn't answer, I'm, I'm pretty sure I didn't because I mean, there probably is tons of questions out there. You know, if I didn't answer a question that you may have, please send us a message on our social media sites, or you can always give me a call, Ashley Ramirez. You can ask for me at, you know, when you give up, when you call and they'll be sure to make sure that they send you over to my voicemail or send you over to me, whatever Whatever the case may be, I will be sure to answer any questions you may have. I'm always here and I'm always available and ready to listen to any suggestions, any recommendations, any questions, whatever you guys have. And we're here, the Coastal Blend Blessings here to answer any questions you may have. So I just also want to mention that we are open Monday through Saturday here at the Coastal Blend Blood Center, but our blood mobiles are out in the community seven days a week. So you are sure to find our blood mobile somewhere near you at some point in time. You can find out where we're going to be for the remainder of the month and each month on our website, coastalbendbloodcenter.org, or you can give us a call, 361-855-4943. Thank you so much again. On behalf of the Blood Center, we hope that you tune in on the next episode, and we can't wait to hear from you guys when we, when we post more question and answers on our social media sites. Y'all have a great day. You've been listening to Third Coast Vein, presented by the Coastal Bend Blood Center with your host, Ashley Ramirez. Tune in for the next episode of the Third Coast Vein.